0: How's it, guys? So, welcome to this refresher Thursday. This last Sunday, we looked at um, making the most of our time or having enough time, and it's, it was quite a quite a strong message. Where I kind of said that it would be more teaching than preaching. Just looking at this biblical principle of understanding that when Jesus saved us or when we experience salvation, it's not just Jesus washes our sins away so we're clean. So now we, you know, we don't we don't have to go to hell. Like it's a very That's a very shallow picture of salvation that actually God's picture is he redeems not only us, but he, he even redeems um, the world around us. And there's this um, incredible redemption that flows into our emotions and into our time, uh, into our lives on so many different fronts. And what we spoke about was saying that it's really important for us to have a set of filters in place that we know what we should put our hand to and what we shouldn't put our hand to. I think as we go through life just looking at um, there are so many options that are available to us and wonderful opportunities and some God offers to us and some are not God-given opportunities and it really is helpful. Uh, we spoke a, a, a month or two ago and we are speaking about wisdom, about lining up the lights when it comes to making good decisions, but the three questions I asked on Sunday was what is the father doing in the world today? And I'd like to ask you that question this morning and ask myself for that question. What is God at work doing in my life right now? And I think it's helpful to understand and take a step back and look at the season that I'm in. You know, um, not just because we spoke about, you know, the father wants to purify the bride and he prepare a bride for his son, Jesus. And Jesus is preparing the bride for himself. And so sin and those kind of things are at odds with what God is doing. And so those will be things that Take away from our our, our um, emotional strength. They take away from our um, uh, time and headspace. Guilt is a is a heavy thing to carry. But what is the father at work in the world today? And I think it, there's no. It's no wonder that. God talks about loving the widows and loving the orphans. And when we give our hands to caring for others and loving others, it's amazing how the Father is at work doing that. And we find incredible grace and space in doing that. It finds like almost time is made or available for those kind of things. Setting aside time, the Father wants to spend time with us. And so the discipline of being able to set aside some time to spend with the Father, it's amazing how as we begin to set that time aside, even if we set aside a little time, gradually begin to grow over time. And so what is the Father at work and in your life at the moment and in my life at the moment? What is the season that he's got me in? Um, The second thing, does what I'm doing survive the worship test? And it's something I might be asking myself a lot as well is God help me to have faith about the things that I'm doing. See, the thing about worship is because it's focused towards God, scripture says that all of God's praises are sure. In other words, any words that I say in worship to God stand for eternity. They are always true. These words are not shaken. They, um, they can endure any, any test. They aren't just opinion. What I say towards God in worship is always true and absolute. But the words that I just say in, 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 in any other forum or whatever, they fall by the wayside. And they are like dust and they're just passing. I've been asking myself that question a little bit of, um, I want, um, what's that line from uh, Gladiator, what we do in life echoes in eternity. I say this, what we worship in life, that sound, those words that we worship with and those acts that we worship with in life, echo and thunder in eternity. I want my voice to thunder into eternity um, towards Jesus and uh, to the words that I say about this incredible God that we serve. And so does it survive the worship test? Um, And I think to take an honest audit about that with our lives and look at some of the things that we're doing. And I don't think to go into our lives with a butcher's knife and start just cutting things out because, you know. um, But if something we feel it doesn't survive the worship test, it's wonderful to be able to take the thing and submit it to God. Lord, this thing has been all about me, but I want to bring it to you and lay it at your feet. So whether it's my job, it could be a relationship. Um. I think Christians probably are, are don't have the greatest reputation when it comes to this kind of stuff because we tend to just want to cut everything off instead of being able to take those things to God and submit them to him and allow him to work through them. And yeah, and to be able to also take the, you know, even with our hobbies and the things that we love doing, to be able to take those to God and say, Lord, won't you take my hobbies? Won't you take my, um, just the way I even refresh and my recreation, Lord, won't you? I want to use these things as an opportunity to worship you. Won't you come into the space with me? That we, when we go on holiday, we don't take a holiday from God, but even on holiday, it's worshipful. Lord, thank you for this rest that you've given me. Just the really practical things, and then the last one does what I'm doing. Survive the love your neighbour is yourself test. And I spoke just briefly about loving oneself. Guys, can I encourage you to get before God, just like I have to encourage myself to do all the time. And become secure. Lord, thank you for who you've made me to be. I know I'm not all that. I don't have it all together. But Lord, thank you that I'm here. Thank you for breath. Thank you for my life. And God, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna um, pretend to be anything less than I am. But I'm also not gonna pretend to be any more than I am. I'm gonna have an honest, real opinion about myself that I talk through with others. That's why it's good to be in community. I'm going to do my best, Lord. I'm going to grow in my character. But when it comes to my giftings, I'm not going to play outside of my lane in terms of my giftings. I'm not good at that stuff. I'm going to take the things that I'm good at. And I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I'm good at nothing. Hallelujah. That's not humility. That's also pride. But I'm going to be honest about what God's given me and put in my hand. And with that confidence that comes from being secure in who I am, which ultimately is that love yourself, knowing the love of God and being secure in that. I'm going to find it easy to love others because I'll be loving them with the love that I've accepted from God. And So can I encourage you guys to live in that space this week? What's the Father doing? Does what I'm doing survive the worship test? And does what I'm doing survive the love your neighbor yourself test? And let's clear out the clutter and go change the world for Jesus. Can't wait to see you tomorrow morning.